Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through relationships of all kinds, such as dating, friendships, marriage, family relationships, and so many more. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast and like our Facebook page for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Three Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And welcome to our second episode of the fourth season. Um, It's crazy to us that we're already in our fourth season. It really doesn't feel like it's been that long. And if you listened to last week's episode, that was our like one year anniversary of the podcast. And we explain a little bit more in depth of who we are. We did like reintroductions of ourselves and everything like that. So if you are new here, we do recommend going to listen to that episode. Or if you want to, you can go listen to our very first episode. It's a little chaotic and you know, it's we were very nervous, but it is our still to this day our most listened to episode, which is crazy to us. But if you are new here, I'm going to let Manali give you a little rundown of who we are, some episodes we have and everything like that. Yeah, so Hannah and I have been friends since we were in 5th grade and we are now going into our junior year of college. And through that, we've been able to walk through many of the same seasons of life. And that's what this podcast is about, is just sharing those lessons that we've learned along the way and gaining more wisdom from others that we have on this podcast, like today. Um, So we have four seasons, like Hannah said, and we range anywhere from basic Christian topics like how to wait well, which was our very first episode, um, setting yourself apart, um, fruits of the spirit, to uh, dating wisdom as well like how to get through a breakup developing healthy habits and dating deal breakers was a dating deal that breakers, was like yeah. our very first one is our first episode ever and then the second most listened to is dating deal breakers and like I don't know why it's just to me it's like the most random ones that get the most listened no, really to and no. like also like our testimonies have taken a jump also. yes they're all the way <laughs> yeah there. and like I don't know, but that's just so, that's so crazy to us. And we're really, we're really thankful for every single person that has like ever listened because there was a point last year when we got like seven plays and we were so excited. We definitely have more than that now, but whenever we first started, like we had like seven and that was like a victory to us. And that still is a victory to us. Like just one person listening is so exciting for us, but we truly are so, so thankful. Um, that God is reaching people uh, through this podcast, which is our hope and prayer for every episode. But um, yeah, so that's a little bit about who we are. And also, I never mentioned this last week, but if you've been with us from the very beginning, we have a microphone now. Yes, we do. We are officially official. <laughs> yes, like we're actually moving on up somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, we finally broke down and got a microphone and we love it. We, if you listen to our very first episode and like until now, like when we do have the microphone, the quality is is a lot better. It's definitely not the most fancy microphone, but it's a microphone and it works and it's a little bit more crisp than just talking into our iPhones. <laughs> but yeah. um Yeah, so we have a really fun episode today. It is the start of a series that we have been wanting to do for like months now, if not since last year. Um, It was something that we definitely knew we wanted to do. 
It's called Single Dating Married, <laughs> and you wouldn't think it, but it actually took us forever to come up with that name. Because um, we were thinking, we were like, should we call it like the Bachelor series, the Bachelorette series? And we're it just nothing fit except for this one. And I kind of want to explain what that series is. And it's basically we are going to, throughout this season and next season, we are going to get a single guy and girl, a dating guy and girl, and a married guy and girl. Um, and we're going to interview them. And we're just going to get different perspectives on dating. We have questions. Um, some are ones that we've asked. Some are ones that you guys have actually asked whenever we um, whenever we post like on our Instagram questions. Um, and so they basically answer that. And it's just to get different perspectives from different people because um, – I don't know. It's just, it's helpful to not just listen to like me and Manali talk or like your parents talk about dating, but you're truly getting other people, other Christians perspective on dating and like what works for them, what hasn't worked for them and just things like that. But today we do have our very first guest. His name is Cameron McMickens and Manali, if you want to kind of explain like who he is and everything like that. Yeah. So, um, my boyfriend and I were kind of trying to figure out, me and Hannah were trying to figure out a single guy that we could bring on and have talk <laughs> because it's kind of hard to find a good single guy that's going to yeah. come on and like be true to what he's saying. Right. So um, my boyfriend goes to Christian University and plays baseball there. And so I had asked him if he knew any guys that would be willing to come on. And he ended up suggesting Cameron McMickin. So yeah. He is our guest for today. Yeah, and so um, Cameron explains a little bit about who he is in the very beginning of the episode because that one was pre-recorded, and we really, really enjoyed that conversation with him. Um, he is a baseball player. Um, he basically, when we ask him questions, he explains like things that he finds helpful in relationships versus things he doesn't, and just things that he's learned, and also things that he's thankful for, like in his season of singleness. It was really, really, really fun to hear his perspective on that, but we will get to that um, interview soon. But we're bringing back question of the week. We're finally here. Last week, we didn't do that um, because we just kind of like reintroduced ourselves, and that took up time. But today we have one, and Manali just gave me a look because <laughs> we we always forget question of the week. But I do have one. Okay, I had so no, yeah, <laughs> I didn't tell her until now. But I do have one, and it's not really a question of the week. But um, somebody actually like people voted for it whenever we did the polls on our Instagram. But it was like book recommendations and like why you like it and stuff like that. And okay. I feel like me and you have done a good bit of reading this summer, and so I was like that'd be a good a good one to do. So yeah. if you want me to go first, it can, it's up to you. I can go first. Okay, go for it. Okay. Um, in terms of relationship books, cause, um, we've both read quite a bit of those, <laughs> um, outdated is a really good one that I really enjoyed. Um, I, I think I read it one. last year. Um, it kind of explores a bunch of different, um, like major dating topics within the world, but like how to, take a Christian approach to them, if that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, why, like, why standards, why establishing your standards beforehand is important or why, mm -hmm. like, boundaries are important, like, how to set those up and, like, things like that. So, it was yeah. a really, really good read. I, I don't remember the author. But. I don't think, I don't think I've read that. I've heard of it. I want to say, like, I heard it, a recommendation from you and from another podcast. Like, that's a very 
like well-known recommended books so yeah it is really good yeah um let's see i'm trying to think there's so many one that you're definitely gonna agree with me on is redeeming love manali manali got me to read that one actually this past summer Mm -hmm. um my mom and i both read it and then we watched the movie um i you know if you want to just love the story in the book don't watch the movie the movie <laughs> does not live up to the book it really does it and i'm not normally that person that's like oh my gosh the book is better than the movie but no like the book is 10 times better than the movie like the movie did not do the book justice at all Agreed. but the book is so good it's based off of the biblical story of hosea um and it is i don't know how to explain it. like it's just beautiful <laughs> and like mm-hmm. um I'm not normally one to like go into depth about like books or get super interested, but this story is like genuinely beautiful. Um, It's just also a good example of like God's love for us um, just in um, a fictional story. And I don't know, that one was definitely one of my favorites. I don't want to like tell the whole summary of it, but it really is good. I do recommend reading it. It's a little lengthy, but it's good. And then another most recent one is where the crawdads sing. I, love this book so much i just finished reading it um let's see like two weeks ago mm-hmm. maybe a little over two weeks ago and then manali she hasn't read it yet but she went to go see the movie with me and i 10 out of 10 recommend like 11 out of 10 recommend the movie and the book they are both um so good that one is also fiction it's about this girl and she basically like lives on her own and like kind of grows up literally by herself it's kind of sad it is sad Um, yeah like she grows up by herself and she's learning how to live on her own and then there's like different things involved that you don't I don't want to spoil if you haven't read it but I do recommend that you read it I also um I saw a TikTok that was like how does this girl like living in a swamp by herself end up pulling like two guys (laughs) and I was like mood I thought that was so funny if you read it you know like what are you or you've seen the movie because they're both the movie and the book are equally as good. That one, it was both good. But yeah, yeah, that one. Those are my book recommendations. Do you have any more? Um, you read some from the library this summer. <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember what that book was called. <laughs> you honestly. liked it though. It was really good, but it wasn't anything I'd recommend to anybody. Honestly. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I love I love books too. Um, I think Redeeming Love is definitely one that, that I would one recommend. Is so good, it is. Um. It's it may it helps you understand the book Hosea better, I yes. feel like. But also, like you said, it shows mm-hmm. like the perfect example of what God's love looks yeah. like and like that he never starts chasing after us, even if we like go in the wrong direction. Right. And I saw something that was like I don't know if it was on TikTok or somewhere else, and it was basically saying this is not to be mixed up by like you going and chasing a guy consistently after he's like cheating on you um that's not it it's literally an example of like god's love for us like even though we betray him time after time um he still continues to love and pursue us and the whole time like the main character is listening to listening and obeying god um the entire time it's just beautiful it really is like i if you want to understand like you said god's love and i guess that particular book of the bible more um, that one will definitely help you grow in your faith too, because mm-hmm. it did us. But yeah, those are our book recommendations. We're trying to switch this up a little bit because like all the votes were very scattered between like some people want questions of the week, book recommendations, tips of the week or whatever it might be. But this was a book one and I liked it. Um, 
But yeah, those are our book recommendations, and I think we've covered everything for now. Are we ready to get into the episode? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. So we are going to go ahead and interview our very first guest, and his name is Cameron McMickens, and we will go ahead and get into the episode. Okay, guys, we are going to go ahead and let Cameron introduce himself. Uh, My name is Cameron. I'm 19. I got saved whenever I was in the sixth grade, and I got baptized in the 10th grade. Um, after church camp um, at Journey Church. That's awesome. Um, also, tell us a little bit about, just so like our listeners can kind of get to know you, like you told us what your major was and everything. Explain what you're majoring in and like why you chose that. Okay, so I'm going into physical education, but I'm going to get my master's in sports administration. But the main reason I'm going into that is because I think a lot of high school kids don't have a teacher they can go and talk to. And I really love sports in general too, but it's mainly just be there for the children because I remember growing up in high school, like just I had like a teacher um, my freshman year of high school, and me and I got like really, really close. And like I was able to talk to him about things that I couldn't talk about other people about. And that's kind of want to be that teacher, you know. I'm not saying that be like really, really personal with me, but it really helps out having a teacher like that around that school. No, yeah, that's that's awesome. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and get started with our questions. Um, our first one's gonna be, what has God taught you the most in your single season? Patience. Um, I've learned patience. Like I've been single now for like three years and I've learned that patience has really been a big thing for me that I struggle with. And I think it's a thing that God's working on me with in the single season. The same single season. I can't even speak. <laughs> season, right? The single season is basically or the singleness of season. Yeah. Um, y'all can cut that if you want to, but trying <laughs> to say single of Single of singleness, but it doesn't really sound all that. Okay, I apologize. Hey, but you're fine. You, you can keep going. This, this is fun. You can keep going. Okay. So, and on top of that too, like I've learned from like my friends, um, they're not very patient with things like that. So they'll go and hop into relationships that are not really for them. They go down some paths they shouldn't go down to, and then they end up doing things they don't want to do. For example, I actually have a friend of mine who um, dated this girl for just a little bit. And he was like a really godly man, didn't really do anything. Like he was like the goody goody guy. And he now his girlfriend's pregnant just because he just was trying to move on really quickly and didn't really like pay attention to different things and just kind of just gave in his hesitation instead of staying single for a while, you know, figuring out what he really wants in life instead of just kind of like, I wouldn't say rebounding to the next girl, but that's basically kind of what he did. So like I've learned patience through that being single and I've learned from my friends of what not to do as well as I'm being single so yeah no yeah that's all very true and I have kind of a question that's like based off of that but um did you ever struggle with being content whenever you first got out of a relationship versus like now are you more content through like learning all that patience and everything or I would say I don't know I'd say whenever I got out of my last relationship I was kind of pretty content I really wouldn't say it has changed much but mm-hmm. like whenever I got out of it I was like I'm just gonna focus on myself I'm not gonna go out there and try to find a girl when if God wants me to have a girl she'll come to me or vice versa you know kind of mm-hmm. like how things just happen yeah. so like, I never just went like out of my way or like tried to like find another female because um, I just feel like that's what happens to a lot of my friends now a lot of them are doing things they regret regret that they're doing basically right now so yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah. Did you have a question? Yeah, I think patience is something that we all kind of struggle with in mm-hmm. any kind of season that we're walking through, but especially um, 
that's always something that we can learn, especially yeah. in our single season. So yeah. Yeah. And me and Manali have been, we've experienced firsthand, like, hopping in the relationships to, because we're so impatient. Yeah. So and we can speak. That does not work. No, it does not. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to move on to the second question. And it's what do this was. Um, these are also asked by people who submitted them. So this person basically asked, what do you look for in a significant other? Um, I would say. I would say God fearing is the best way to put it. I would feel like if I'm looking for a significant other, I would feel like um, Christianity, like they have to believe and the Christian God, like there's no, no if, ands, or buts. Like if you're not a Christian, sorry, I'm not going to look your way. I don't care how pretty you are. I don't care how well you have your life set up. It's not even about that. You have to be a Christian. That's the first thing. The second thing I'd have to say is um, a girl that loves God as much as me, um, being equally yoked, because I've been in an unequally yoked relationship before, or I thought she was equally yoked, but she was not. And because of that, we kind of just kind of like went like this. And so I went down and she went up. That makes sense. And she kind of pulled me away from God, but not so much. Um, but I've learned that, you know, definitely looking for a female who's equally yoked with me is definitely the way to go in terms of a significant other. And then I would say a loving and caring and respectful woman as another thing as well. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Sure, I feel like that can go can go both ways, too. Like for just anybody looking for whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, like those are good standards to have for anybody. So, yeah, that's good. Can you um, explain a little bit deeper? Like, what do you mean when you say, like, God-fearing? Like, is it um, – because a lot of people might misinterpret it as, like, oh, she just goes to church or he just goes to church, which we obviously know is not it. So can you explain yeah. a little bit more of, like, what that might look like? I would say a woman that's going to push me towards God, um, a woman that's going to want me to have a strong relationship towards God, like, I know that there's a lot of Christian girls out there, and I completely understand that. But um, I would, yeah, I haven't say, I take that back. I've, I've met a few good females that are really good friends with that have pushed me towards God. But most of the time, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm going to do my own little thing. And I'm not really so worried about your relationship with God. I feel like the God-fearing woman is going to be the one that's going to pray for you, want, want the best for you, and is going to push you towards God and not away from God. No, yeah, I completely agree with that. That's That was a good answer. Yeah, for sure. I think sometimes whenever you hear God-fearing, you're like, okay, was it God-fearing like, you know, you're going to pray, you're going to mm -hmm. do everything that go you through can, the motions. go through the motions, or are you like, genuinely scared of God? Because whenever I was younger <laughs> and, like, people were talking about, like, God-fearing, I was like, dang, I'm not supposed to be, like, terrified of God. <laughs> so that was a good way to explain. Good, good, way, good way to explain. But I think bringing up um, equally yoked is a great point as well, because I think you know, especially as girls, we can tend to get in, like, the um, mindset of, like, oh, I can change this guy, or, like, you know, as we keep dating, like, oh, I can make him a better Christian, I can pray for him, but, like, at the end of the day, y'all have to be on the same page as soon as you start dating it, not before then. Yeah. So, that was a really great point to bring up. Yeah. If you want to read that. Um, so our third question is, what do you think makes a woman a godly woman? I'm sorry. I kind of, I forgot that this was the next question. And I feel like you explained it a little bit with God fearing, but if you have <laughs> any more to that answer or this answer, then go for it. Uh, I mean, that's really all I was about to say about like a godly woman. Yeah. I kind of answered a little bit, but mm -hmm. you know, um, I think a lot of people, um, like, I think there's a big difference between a I mean, it's the same thing, but a Christian woman and a godly woman, 
like it's the same term, but I feel like people just kind of like in our generation have said like, yeah, I'm a Christian girl or yeah, I'm a Christian guy. But there's a really big difference in terms of terminology between Christian and like God fearing and godly. I feel like yeah. so that's kind of what else I can add on to that. Yeah. What um because you said there's kind of like a difference in the terms. Like, do you yes. have a, what? What would you say is the so, for example, like I know some Christian males and Christian females that, you know, they, they go to church and whatnot, but they also party on the weekends. You know, they do things they shouldn't do. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying because they sin or do these certain things, they're not a godly person. I'm just saying their lifestyle is not living for God rather than living for the world, but yet they still go to church. I would say a godly person is living for God and also going to church. You don't think go to church to be a godly person. Um, just, you know, doing things like reading scripture, praying for people. It, it's more than just saying you're a Christian. It's living out to be a Christian. And that's what Christ has called us to do. Good answer. <laughs> that's like good a answer. yes. Yes <laughs> moment. Um, I think, did I read that one or did you? All right. So next question we have is what relationships have you seen or admired that affect how you view relationships today and why? Um... I would have to say, so I have a buddy of mine, his name is JP, or we call him, uh, his real name is Josh Ponche, and him and his now wife um, were dating for a while, and I really looked up to their relationship, like they were two God-fearing people, Um, we had Bible studies all the time at their house, like they were just rooted in Christ, like it really put a, a smile on your face, because like it wasn't like your ordinary relationship, like these people truly cared for each other, had true love for God, and it was just something that I wouldn't say raise my standard, but I'm like, I want this. I don't want what the world has to offer. I want that. Like that, that right there is what I want in life. Like that right there puts a smile on my face. Like that is just purely amazing. So that's what I have to say to that. And then I guess you can say um, the other way around instead of like godly. I have, I'm not using my friends as an example, but I would say their past relationships have shown me what not to look for. And to, like, you know, for example, like a lot of guys – They'll see a pretty girl. They're like, yep, I'm going to go after her. And then she has no moral standards. And then they end up going off the deep end. And then they come, they come back a little bit later on. It's just they have to go to that rough patch first instead of learning from other people's mistakes. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that point up, too, because I think a lot of times, too, we don't really talk about it. But even seeing, like, negative relationships in your life and, you know, that's all you really view. A lot of people look up to their parents' relationship, which might not be have been the best relationship. And so now they have kind of a negative stigma of relationships. And it's it's important to have relationships in your life that you can look up to and, you know, look at, like you said, look at them and be like, you know, I want that one day. And like, you know, it's not going to be exactly the same, but you're like, you know, I look up to them like they're a good role model for me. So yeah, definitely. So it's a good balance to have the positive view of relationships and also be able to learn from one another because that's what we're essentially here to do is learn from mm-hmm. each other and learn from other relationships. And that's one of the hardest things to do whenever you're surrounded by negative relationships. That I mean, I know this podcast is about like being single and in a single season, but that can affect yourself as an individual being single too. I mean, because mm-hmm. now, like you said, you go and you look for the wrong things. And mm-hmm. when you look for the wrong things, you're going to find them. So, yeah. Yeah. very true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I'll let you read the next question because I was about to read it. It's that one. Um, in what ways do you choose to lead others in your life in your walk with God? 
simple things is just calling them up randomly and praying for them. Um, like it makes a bigger impact than what you think it is because the fact that you took time out of your day to randomly call them at a, whatever time it is just to pray for them. Um, I also do like Bible plans and Bible studies with, you know, believers and even non-believers if they want to. Um, I've had a few people off my TikTok who are like non-believers um, asked to do a Bible plan with me just to kind of learn a little bit more about it. And I've had a few people that were non-believers on um, like just random people I don't even know um, that are actually now saved. And I'm not saying it's because of me, it's obviously because of God. But I'm saying because of me going out of my way, um, this has really impacted them in a really good way. Um, a prime example is my buddy Nick. Um, he's all the way out, way up north, and we get really, really close. He was an atheist for a while, and we talked for months and months and months because his entire family was atheist. And then he finally got saved, and he called me crying about it. And then he was telling me just about two weeks ago that his family's been making fun of him for it because he got saved about three or four months ago. And he said ever since he got saved, his family's been making fun of him for it, but he said he knows the truth. And so he just wanted to thank me for that. But I told him, I was like, man, that's all God. That's, I'm just a vessel, you know, but I, I feel like that's the, I feel like that's the impact that I can make. And I feel like many others can make just taking some time out of your day and just talking to people about God makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's, that's really powerful. That almost gives you chill bumps, you know, because it's so like rare that you hear that, but that's such a like win for the kingdom of God. So that, that's amazing that that happened. Um, but kind of a question I have based off of like how you choose to lead others. What do you think that could look like in a relationship, specifically a dating relationship? Like, how do you think you can find a healthy balance between, you know, because, you know, I guess you, we say usually the male is called to lead whenever you're married, but it can look different when you're in a dating relationship. So what would you say that might, that might look like? I would say that the male and female both have to lead in a sense. We all have important roles you know, I know that the male is called to be a leader in the household, but if, right. if the male's not doing his job, the female's got to step up and straighten up the husband or the boyfriend. And, um, you know, it just kind of just goes back and forth, like picking up one another, one falls, picking up another. And it's just kind of like just helping one another, you know. Right. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we're going to go ahead and read our last question that we have for you on our list. So, um, so our last question is, what are some things that single Christian women men and women can work on to possibly prepare for a future relationship? Um, I would say work on themselves. And what I mean by that is like getting ready to be in a relationship for one. Um, but not only that is it's prepping for the right relationship. If you're getting ready for the wrong relationship, then the wrong relationship is going to come around and going to take it. You got to get yourself prepped for the right relationship. Um, I think a prime example of that is I have, I can use my sister as one, um, very godly girl, but she just kind of wasn't really prepping herself for the right relationship. And so she got in the wrong relationship. Now she did break up with a guy after she talked to me about it for a long time. But I think it's, it's just prepping yourself mentally and spiritually for that relationship. Um, and what I mean by that is like getting yourself as close as you can to Christ and trying to stay there. I feel like when you start veering off, that's when you actually your your morals and everything else start to fall apart. And that's why we get into the wrong relationships. Um, so as long as you're prepping yourself to stay, to, to stay close towards God and just stay within God, then the right, the right relationship will come around. And whenever it does come around, you'll be ready for it. 
Gotcha. And as like um, a godly man or a Christian man or whatever you want to call it, um, what does that specifically look like for you? Do you? Is there certain, like obviously like reading your Bible and stuff, but is there anything else that you specifically do that helps you kind of prepare spiritually or anything like that? A friend group, um, a good friend group. It doesn't have to be even in person. Like um, uh, most of my friends that I talk to, or not even anywhere where I'm even from. I'll just call them once a week. Um, we'll have Bible study. Do like Bible plans. Um, that's another. Re- that's another way as well. Because I feel like, I feel like you can always pray, always read your Bible. But having a good friend group, a good Christian friend group, will definitely um, get you spiritually closer to God. I remember two, three summers ago, um, we had so many people coming to these Bible studies. It was 40 to 50 people. I think our last one was up to like 100 before school started. And I just remember how spiritually close everyone got. Like people that you would never even think would even like touch a Bible. Like this started, you know, giving it a chance. And it's just, uh, you know, I think the Bible talks about like the, the three chords. And so like that's what I kind of look at it. Like the more spiritually influenced people you have in your life, the better your relationship with God will be or can be as long as you're willing to allow it to be like that. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was like the last bit of questions that we have like on our list. Are you okay if we kind of add in just a few extra ones? You good yeah, sure. All right. See you guys. That's okay. Um, so one of our questions that we pulled um, are what are some red flags that you try to avoid when looking for a girl? Okay, so I feel like this one's more of a preference thing um, because, for example, like I cannot stand the girls that vape or smoke or anything like that. Like I don't care. Like you can tell me you're a godly woman. You can go to church, but like that's just one thing. Like I just can't stand that. Like I, if you if y'all do smoke, I'm sorry. Like, I'm no, sure you're you're don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that's just one thing. Like that's just a really big red flag. Another red flag that I see is uh, uh drinking in modesty is fine i don't have an issue with that whatsoever um but it's the the girls or even the guys that just go out to bars all the time and it's not like oh i'm going to a bar to hang out my friends to drink casually it's like i'm getting plastered tonight and i'm gonna have fun and they can this is what i was talking about like difference between like a christian and a godly person because i feel like a lot of christians will say that they're christian and this is kind of how the words that we use today versus the godly people so like those are like the two main main things i kind of look out for um another thing i kind of look out for as well is like if they're not really good with their parents like i feel like if you can't love your own family um what makes you think you can love me the right way and that's another thing i look for yeah yeah that's and i know you said it's personal preference but that's like a, i feel like as christians like that's a pretty popular standard because we have we have reasons behind those like we have scripture that specifically says why we don't support this or anything like that and like you said guys and girls who just like go to bars and stuff and even though let's say they're going to drink casually it's so easy to like step into a bar and completely forget all of your morals and values so it's like that's why we more say, okay, maybe don't go at all. And that just knocks out any type of temptation or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, it's a good answer. Um, and then I had on here speaking for guys and girls, and you can touch on them like separately, but what are in a dating relationship, what are common mistakes that you've seen girls make and common mistakes that you see guys make in a relationship? 
Um, I would say not setting boundaries. I think that's the number one. Mm-hmm. I feel like even like people, like even my friends that I would consider like godly men, um, they've given into sexual temptation a lot. And a lot of it's because they just don't set boundaries. And then whenever they try to set boundaries, it's, you know, there's a reason why Christ says to flee from sexual temptation. It's like the, one of the hardest sins to say no to. I feel like if you don't set boundaries, their relationship's going to be done for pretty soon. But more than likely, that's what I truly believe because I have yet to see a relationship in my lifetime work out that people that don't set boundaries. And that can go with sexual temptation. That can go with like, rules like obviously like a guy shouldn't hang out with a female alone and vice versa and like i just see relationships fail really quickly that should not fail at all probably because they just don't set boundaries yeah that's good <laughs> yeah do you have another one to ask or um unless you're around you. i feel like we kind of touched on it but we can kind of wrap that part up if you want and you can ask that if you want um, okay, I think you've kind of touched on this again, but if you have any extra points to add to it, you can definitely answer it or not. Um, <laughs> Either way. Um, how would you say is the best way to glorify God in a relationship? Best way to glorify God? Um, honestly, like, using my buddy JP and his wife, I would say, like, personally, like, just praying together and reading scripture together. Is like one of the best ways to glorify God, and it it doesn't even be like even that far. It's just simple as like praying over the food before you eat it, and like first and last thing you do your day is talk to God together as a couple. I mean, like that will definitely help out your problems as a, as a relationship too, as well. Because obviously every relationship has problems, and I feel like if we make the problem not you and them; it's you and them versus the problem. Um, then you talk to God about that problem together. I feel like a lot of problems get solved a lot quicker too. Yeah, that's so true. It's so crazy that you bring that up because we actually talked about that. We were recording for our first episode, which actually comes out tomorrow, not when this releases, but <laughs> our tomorrow now. And we talked about um, like settling an argument and how that can be. It, it's hard. Nobody likes arguing, obviously. But we talked about how you need to make sure that both you and them are going to God asking for help and how I think a lot a mistake that Christian couples can make is it's an argument, but then they take it as like, oh, he's being toxic or she's being toxic. Let's just break up. And um, we talked about how people have forgotten how to fight and how to go to God whenever you're in those types of situations because he wants to fight it for you. Like he's very pro relationships, obviously. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. That's important. Okay. So that ends the questions. And then I know I put on here that this last part was to give you to talk about anything, if anything that God has laid on your heart to say, or any advice that you want to give to dating couples or both, however you want to do it, this is completely your part. So you don't have to take it. We can end it here if you want. But if you have anything else to say, go for it. Um, I mean, just going back to what I said at the very beginning, patience. You know, just because you've been single for a long time, um, don't lower your standards at all. Keep the standards where they're at. Someone's eventually going to get up to the standards. And wherever that does happen, make sure you're ready for that relationship. Um, because if not, I'd hate for you to lose someone that's meant for you. That's all I got to say.
Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good note to end on, I think. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and end it here. We usually like to say bye to everybody. So, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, so we are going to go ahead and move into what God's been teaching us. But we do kind of want to recap on that episode because that was such a good conversation. Um, and we really love the way how Cameron was very like straight to the point and straightforward. Um, he didn't like sugarcoat anything. And that is really like what our generation does need is um, people who are willing to stand up and say things exactly how they are without trying to add in fluff or sugarcoating it or anything like that. So we did really appreciate that. Um, I'm trying to think of like things that like stood out to us that like we would want to mention and highlight. Um, Cause he talked about like just going through the questions, like things he looks for in someone and um, things that he's learned. And one thing he mentioned is I think it, I don't know if he said like his friends or acquaintances or something um, like he just noticed from watching his friends and relationships, like as soon as they would break up, they'd hop into a whole different relationship. And I think a lot of us have seen that in different relationships. Um, it's not just him. Um, all of us have seen that. I've seen it um, and how much it really hurts 10 times worse. And it's not good for you your your relationship or ex-relationship or your relationship with God. That's just not, you know, you're not giving yourself enough time to heal or anything like that. And so, yeah, he was definitely spot on with that one too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I think too, like Hannah and I can sit up here and talk about, because I mean, we have a whole episode dated, I mean, <laughs> um, designated. Dedicated. Dedicated. So I cannot think of the word. I got you. Uh, dedicated to like our deal makers. But yeah. the difference that it makes whenever girls are listening to what a single Christian guy is looking for, I think yeah. can really oh. change your perspective mm -hmm. on it. Cause like we can be looking for other things, but what is that guy looking for? Right. So I think that was a really good. No, that's a good point. And we, we don't do this to asked. be like, oh, here's this guy sitting here saying what he wants and somebody like we're getting both perspectives eventually. Um, yeah. So next season we will have a single girl who will give her perspective. And it's like Manali said, it's just something like, you know, we, I think we all get kind of curious. It's like, you know, we have our standards, but like, what about like the opposite sex uh, who's actually a good Christian guy, you know, like, what do they think? Um, yeah. What do they look for in a girl? And, and not saying like everything they list is what you have to be. Everybody has their preferences, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I do think like his was pretty like standard and spot on, like nothing was too specific. Um, just like, you know, be a godly woman. Yeah. Um, and we should, you know, now that I think about it, we should do an episode strictly. Wait, do, ha do we have an episode for that? I can't remember. We might have an so. episode. I don't know. If we don't, then we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it on the list. Um, but yeah, that was that was a really good conversation. We really do appreciate Cameron coming on here. Um, I guess whenever we post, we'll tag him too. <laughs> I guess yeah. if anybody <laughs> wants to go follow him. I don't, he may not want anybody to, but we're going to tag him anyways. I don't know. Um, but we are going to go ahead and move into what God's been teaching us lately. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, here recently, like in the past probably two-ish weeks, um, mm -hmm. God's just been kind of opening some doors for me that I didn't think would be opened in my season of life. Um, I've gotten, or doors are starting to open to where I can get really good opportunities for my future. And, um, mm -hmm. that's definitely God. I've been working in my favor and I have been just really appreciative and like grateful for his goodness Yeah, is really what 
he's been teaching me and just like yeah. not even that he's been teaching me that to be grateful but well, yeah to be grateful but also just yeah. like to let go and let him and he will figure it out like there's no point in me stressing about it mm-hmm. I um I'm gonna kind of like piggyback off of you with that one because I'm kind of like in a similar spot there but um I for some reason like in the past month or month and a month and a half have been feeling kind of like God has been trying to like teach me something specifically like I've just been kind of feeling that but I have been you know praying and asking him to reveal it to me and I haven't really like gotten anything and then it finally like clicked in me like you know God has been trying to teach me this the whole time. I just haven't really been paying attention. Um, and finally, one night I sat down with scripture and I had my devotional and um, it just kind of hit me like this is what God is wanting me to do. And it's literally just to be thankful for like any and everything that I have, like big or small, because there are so many things that like put your, um, which we all have problems. Like I get that, but it just puts things into perspective, like, you know, literally like waking up every day and having another chance of life is literally like the first thing to be thankful for of the day. And so many of us like just take that for granted, like me included. And I just feel like lately God has just been trying to teach me to be thankful even for like the smallest things because we all have good and bad days. But on the bad days, it's easier to see everything that goes wrong. Like I I get that. Um, And so I've just been catching myself every time that happens to try to find something even if it's so small that I'm like thankful for for the day um but I would say definitely that for sure and then just being like content with like where I'm at because it's like I have been saying in the past episodes God has opened like a lot of doors for me that I didn't expect but for some reason I felt myself trying to like I guess like search for more I don't know um and so I'm finally in a place where I'm like I need to be completely thankful for like what I have and I need to be purely content with where I'm at and I know like God is working in that but especially with like being thankful I've really been trying to like change my mindset lately on that yeah that's always something we can improve on because it is easy to get caught up in life Mm -hmm. and even just to forget like not forget that it all goes back to god but like we can get so caught up in life that we forget Mm -hmm. where it all started to begin with and that goes back to him so yeah i literally i think i said it on the last one um like be careful what you pray for because i'd finally like gotten like some things that i had been praying for and then i was like kind of complaining about it i was like like, you know, I asked for this and then I'm now I'm complaining about like how busy I am and like don't have free time or whatever. And yeah. then, like you said, I just have to change my attitude. Like I prayed for this. Like I prayed to be here and I am thankful for that. But, you know, we, we all have bad days. <laughs> um, we do, we do. But yeah, no, that's just kind of what he's what he's been teaching us lately. And do you have anything else? No. Um, but yeah, this was such a fun episode for us and we are so excited for the rest of the season. Like seriously, we have so many amazing guests coming on that we are so grateful for. Um, so I can't wait for you guys to hear from them, but we are going to go ahead and end this here. So yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.